This is Inside the Wolf's Den, an entrepreneurial journey with Sean and Joni Wolfswinkle. Welcome back to Inside the Wolf's Den with your hosts, Sean and Joni Wolfswinkle. So today we actually have a guest with us, and I'm actually pretty excited about this one because we're going to be talking about fitness. You all know that we are pretty passionate about fitness, um, but even more so uh, as being an entrepreneur and how important that is, right, to kind of balance your your fitness as well as your mental health. So um, I actually have Vinny on. Vinny Castiano, how are you today? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Appreciate you guys having me. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have this interview, but before we'll go ahead and get into your bio. So Vinny graduated from the Indiana and University of Pennsylvania with a bachelor in dietetics nutrition. After that, he became certified by the National Academy of Sports Medicine as a personal trainer. He started his career at a local gym where he quickly built his clientele and became the top trainer. He realized he had no more room to grow in that gym. That's when he took a bet on himself and left the gym to become a fitness entrepreneur. After a year successfully coaching as an independent trainer, he realized he had reached another ceiling. With a fully booked schedule, he had no more time and therefore could not impact as many lives as he wanted. That's when he bought his coaching business online so he could scale his business and have no limit on how many individuals he can help. Vinny worked with, he enjoyed working with fellow entrepreneurs, executives, and VPs the most. Since there was a common ground and reliability because of that, he became particularly skilled at building quick, effective workouts, adapting workout schedules on the spot, and innovating different nutrition approaches to fit into the business lifestyle of his clients. Vinny holds a relentless work ethic and finds great joy in over-delivering to his clients. Again, Vinny, excited for this interview. Kind of get us um, a little more intro on how you got started. I know you said um, you got your you know, personal trainer and um, worked at a gym, but this whole niche of working with entrepreneurs, how did that begin? So, yeah, uh, basically the way it happened was, uh, so when I first went online and I started, you know, my business online, uh, I thought it was just going to be a simple thing where I just, you know, was like, hey, guy, you know, I'm online now, I'm, you know, I'm, and I'm working with people online. Uh, and I tried doing it on my own for a while and I was like not having any success at all. And I was like not liking it because I'm a very, you know, successful person. So I don't like when things are not working. Right. So I started uh, doing a self audit and I was like, how, like, why is it not working? Like, what am I doing wrong? And in between trying to find the answers, I ended up, uh, you know, actually investing uh, in my in a mentorship program because I found out that there are thousands of, you know, mentorship programs specifically for for what I do, uh, which is trying to transition from a personal training business in person to online. Mm -hmm. And then what I found was a big thing that they were uh, explaining to me was about having a specific niche, right? So like there are coaches out there who specialize in, they work with moms only, there are coaches who work with ex-athletes, you know, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, and that was like, you know, that what he was telling me was like, because if you're putting content out there that's uh, general content and doesn't, you know, you're trying to speak to everyone, and you're going to speak to no one. Right. right? And, that, and that really hit me deep. And I was like, okay, I am kind of putting content out there, just like random, like general content, mm -hmm. you know, here's a tip for this, you know, here's an exercise for this. And, I, you know, I'm, at the same time, I was like, I'm becoming Google now, you know, and I can't, you know, that's why it's not working. So I wasn't really speaking to anyone specifically, any pain points or specific problems that they might go through 
Uh, and so I thought about it. I was like, well, if I'm going to speak to anyone, like I think I could really relate to entrepreneurs because I've been battling a lot of stuff growing my own business, you know, with uh, making, you know, time for myself because I went through a phase where, you know, I actually, you know, neglected my own health, building my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, and at the same time, I was preaching people to be healthy. So I was like, okay, so this is the problem I hear that right. I, I really feel like deeply and I found a solution to it because I overcame that. Uh, and so I was like, I can really, uh, you know, not only relate, but I can provide value mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. So like, this is, you know, this is my people. Uh, and so I'm just, this is going to be my thing, my niche, you know, I'm going to, you know, just be the, you know, the coach for, for these people, basically. So yeah. that's kind of how well, I know I've been following you for a while on Facebook and I um, immediately when I saw what you were doing, I thought, oh, this is cool because, you know, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, life is crazy, right? I mean, we are stressed out sometimes to the max and I think people just don't spend time to really focus on their health and fitness. Um, and and to be honest with you, if it wasn't for spending time on that, like I would go crazy personally. (laughs) Like I look forward to the mornings where I have my workouts. Right. Um, and so I thought it was just a cool niche that you are, you know, catering to entrepreneurs and really speaking to them that yes, you need to focus on this. This is a priority. You should make it a priority. Yeah. And something something from your, what you just mentioned, I think the two key takeaways from that was number one, you found a mentor Mm -hmm. and we, we talk about that on this show all the time about, when you're no matter what industry even joining i today you still you still seek out mentors right. for different levels and different, but uh and then uh you focus on a particular niche and i think and you weren't especially i think as as everybody's trying to build their personal brands or build their company brands like you, you hit it you nailed it because like rather than going wide and talking about all these different subjects mm-hmm. or just going out to everybody you specifically target a certain niche certain individual certain avatar um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, so I think it's key that, that, uh, and then all your content directed at, at, uh, at that particular avatar. So yeah, well, yeah that, it's awesome. Yeah. So let's get a deeper into this. So Vinny, can you have it all? Could you be a successful business owner and have an incredible body? And if so, how do we get there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's so, the secret sauce? <laughs> <laughs> so of course it definitely is possible. I think it's, uh, it's really just about finding you know balance mm-hmm. uh, time management and in priorities right i think that if there is a if there's a, a will there is a way basically Absolutely. right so i think that like most people think that they need to spend um like hours and hours you know at the gym and you know they need to be super strict with their diet for them to to be able to have a really good body right but in, in reality like if you have an actual training program you know you could be spending you know, four hours at the gym per week, and you could see really, really good results. Right. right? The problem that I see a lot is that, uh, you know, mo- most people, they end up working out versus training, right? Mm-hmm. There's a big difference, key difference in, in, in the words, you know, training and working out. Uh, so if you have a training plan that is, you know, specific to your goal, you know, it's measurable, you know, there's periodization, uh, phases, et cetera, then four hours out, of, you know, out of the week, like could really give you like some awesome results. Right. Right. And versus working out, right? Because most people are working out. So it's kind of a, a random type of thing. You know, they go into the gym, they do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, what kind of like they feel like. No real you know, plan. <laughs> no, yeah, there is no, nothing is measured, you know. 
Uh, and so then they're like, oh, okay, so if I'm going to do this, like I'm not seeing results, so I'll probably need to go more. And they start to go more. They're like, yeah, I see, they, they see like people online and they're like, oh, these guys, you know, they probably have, they probably working out hours and hours, you know, um, out of, uh, you know, out of the week. And I don't have that sort of time because I'm so busy, but in reality, you just need, you know, first, I think is um, time management. I think is very important uh, because, of, you know, one of the biggest objections that I hear from entrepreneurs is that they don't have time yep right and i think we all have time if we manage our time correctly absolutely right? you know we, we can make the time that's what it is like it's not that we you know we none of us really have the time you know if we're being honest it's just about making the time mm -hmm. you know realize that's you know that should be a priority like that should be part of the business plan because if you're more fit like you're going to make more money because you're going to feel better you're going to perform better you're going to have more energy you're going to be more productive you know, so at the end of the day, I think that if you're in, in any type of leadership position, you know, and not like, in, you know, at least in decent shape, like I think you're doing a disservice, not only to yourself, but to the people around you. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that that's key, like the time management one, uh, you know, just really finding the balance, really, because a lot of people say like, oh, they don't have the time, but they, you know, at the end of the day, they might be, you know, binging, you know, Netflix and, you know doing like you know drinking etc and just like sitting on the couch so at the end of the day it becomes a you know it comes down to the priorities as well and prioritizing your health because you know that's your you know your biggest asset so awesome do you find that like one of the most important uh is having an accountability partner or a coach or somebody or mentor in is that do you find that uh Clients are more successful if they if they invest in a coach or invest in somebody to help them with their diet, help mm -hmm. them keep them accountable, hold them. You know, if they got to show up somewhere every couple times a week, you're yeah. more likely to, to work <laughs> out. And, yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's yeah. a huge that you that you said right there. The accountability, I think, it's for a lot of people, especially you know, for somebody that you know wouldn't really wouldn't really say that they are self-motivated, they could definitely benefit from any level of accountability, right? So I think accountability can come in different levels. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it could be you literally telling a friend that, hey, I'm jumping on a, uh, on a fitness journey, uh, you know, check in on me, you know, every month to see how I'm doing. Uh, or, you know, you make a, a post on Facebook or just, you know, you tell people, right? Because then you know that people are probably going to ask you, hey, you know, how's that going? Right. So that's, you know, a, a lower level of accountability that's more soft. Right. But I think that investing in an actual coach, like he just takes it to a whole new level because mm -hmm. the accountability from a, an actual coach that, that cares is like a lot stronger, mm -hmm. you know, like you can't like compare that, you know, with, uh, you know, checking in, you know, like on a daily basis, you know, really making sure that you're doing the right things that, you do, that you're supposed to do. Uh, now, it's a little bit different on how it works like online because you know, with an online standpoint, with accountability, I think it's actually stronger because uh, like me personally, like I check in on my online clients every single day. Mm -hmm. They literally get, they literally hear from me every single day. It's almost like I'm their parent, you know, I'm like looking over their shoulders and it's a lot of pressure. Uh, and I've noticed that, you know, with that, I think having that accountability is so strong, uh, it's a lot of pressure, but I think it leads to better results because people stick with it. Right. Right. They didn't have that. They most likely they wouldn't they wouldn't follow through. Yeah, they would quit or and I think it also helps with consistency as well. You know, like 90 days. I don't know what your experience is, but even I'm sure with 90 days with their training, like they're already changing their mindset. Like, OK, like eventually this is going to be 
part of my lifestyle and not just something I do. You know, it, it's it's part of your lifestyle, which it is. It's part of my lifestyle. Yep, that's key. Yeah. That's key right there. It's the it's the identity shift. So you mainly focus with entrepreneurs and and uh, business owners. What uh, it's often they often have a lot of stress in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, it's <laughs> always stressful. <laughs> um, seems to never end. But yeah. uh, how does that play into their health and fitness journey? The stress mm-hmm. and does it have? Do you see it impacting them? And then is there is there ways to monitor, lower it? You know, or recommendations that you could you could offer? Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, w- with stress, I think. You know, all my clients, you know, all the clients that I've worked with uh, were severely stressed uh, when they when they started. They usually are very, very stressed. Uh, and one one cool thing about that is, you know, that it, I know it sounds cheesy, but, you know, the, the exercise really, really does help with lowering down the stress mm-hmm. level. So it feels like, you know, within the first month, uh, you know, they usually start to see results, you know, and they start to feel better. Their stress levels goes down. So that's the number one thing. I think the exercise, you know, is the number one thing to uh, you know, to, to improve mood, you know, anxiety, depression, stress, uh, you know, because you, f- you feel good, like, you know, like hands down. So that would be uh, the number one, I think, medicine, right? And it actually reminds me of a quote, you know, because there's a quote that says, food is the most abused drug uh, for stress, anxiety, and depression, and exercise is the most underused, underused form of medicine. And I think that's, that, that plays like key into this, but, uh, but that's sort of like, uh, answer the question. I think yeah, I yeah. went off. <laughs> no, yeah. that's great. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And and what about sleep and rest? Because I know that's another thing that I think uh, entrepreneurs, you know, um, suffer that's from. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and just just maybe talk to that about uh, how that plays into your your health and fitness journey. Yeah. So the the sleep that's that's so true. They just yeah. touched on that, and it's actually funny because. I was having a conversation with two of my clients uh, just yesterday about uh, lack of sleep, you know, and uh, we were kind of talking about how our brains are just like always so fired up with, you know, ideas and, you know, and things and et cetera. (laughs) And it's true. Uh, So I think that maybe it is something about the entrepreneur brain. They were like, just like more wired and everything in sleep. Uh, I can say that for myself because I've never really been much of a sleeper. I don't really get that much sleep, but we all know that, you know, Realistically, for most individuals, you know, like, please, entrepreneurs like watching this, like try to get six to eight hours of sleep a mm-hmm. night. That is, you know, that's the recommended guidelines. I know it's sometimes hard, but uh, it, it is important, though, to, to, you know, proper sleep is super important, you know, when it comes to fitness, um, you know, for proper recovery, like recovery and the sleep kind of goes together, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, some ways, you know, to improve sleep, I think that honestly, again, exercise is going to be one because uh, once you are training consistently, um, you know, your body is going to feel that, right? And at the end of, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to sleep almost like a baby. Like if you're having really good workouts, like you're going to sleep good. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I, I've, I've noticed for myself, like when I have a week that I'm, that I haven't really been able to hit the gym, like I notice I sleep a little bit differently. Mm. I am consistent at the gym then I like my sleep is a little bit, I don't know how to say like, like deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've noticed that with clients too. Awesome. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how people do less than I know it's, (laughs) it's, I mean, it's hard. You're right. I mean, our minds are going a hundred miles an hour sometimes and, and it's Mm. 
sometimes hard to like, all right, calm the mind down, you know, sometimes <laughs> meditating, I, you know, meditation, if some people use that to kind of calm their mm -hmm. mind down before they go to sleep. But I also think that your diet plays a big role in this as well. You know, eating, Absolutely. I'm sure after a certain period of time. And we say, I, I've, we hear a lot where 80% of um, fitness is, is your diet, right? And so maybe you can kind of give our listeners some pointers on maintaining a healthy and eat, um, eating lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely true. 80%, you know, of it would definitely be, you know, be the diet because at the end of the day, if, uh, you know, if diet is not on point, then you, you can't really, you know, not, no, no workout training, you know, is gonna you know, give you results. Like the diet is not, not on point. So mm -hmm. I think that's you know definitely important. Uh, one tip of advice that I'll that I like to usually give uh, is like for people watching this, you know, if you're thinking about following any diets or anything like that, just make sure that you know your diet should fit into your life, not the other way around. So what I see people do a lot is like they try to fit a diet that's super restrictive, you know, <laughs> and strict. They can't do this and they can't do that, yeah. and they try to fit that into their life, right? Specifically with entrepreneurs, you know, and with the executives I've worked with those things just never really worked for them because it's, you know, if they're restrictive, like most of these people are usually on the go, they're busy, they don't have time to cook. Um, they're going out a lot, you know, for, for business meetings, they're traveling a lot, like they need to find something flexible that they can stick to long-term. Uh -huh. Right. It's like, that's a problem with most diets anyway, is the uh, sustainability. Right. Well, right? people will jump on it. You know, they will restrict themselves for you know a month or two or maybe three, you know, then, they can only do that for so long before they crash, you know, and then boom, you know, they go back to old habits, regain the way back, sometimes even worse, uh, you know, binge eating episodes start to happen because they've been restricted for so long. That's something that actually happened to myself uh, <laughs> when, I, when I first started, yeah. uh, you know, really crazy into the diet part. Uh, but, uh, but I definitely don't recommend the, the, strict, <laughs> the, the strict dieting. Like I, what I do myself personally now is what I recommend my clients is what I preach is a flexible approach. So, and how that works is, uh, basically I focus, uh, you know, anywhere from 70 to 80%, uh, into, you know, a very healthy diet. So like the, the basics, you know, whole grains, lean meats, mm -hmm. uh, healthy fats, et cetera, you know, like real foods, but I leave tw either 20 or 30% to come from pretty much whatever I want. Right. And that gives me a really, really good you know, a flexibility and it's something that I can, uh, you know, not only sustain for, for, for a long term, but I'm also not miserable on, mm. you know, not happy, you know, with cravings, et cetera. So that would be my biggest piece of advice for anyone is just to, to follow like a flexible approach like that. Um, and the way that, you know, that, that would work is like, you know, you just have to basically understand, you know, roughly, you know, how much you need to be eating, uh, you know, every single day in terms of, you know, how many calories you need, how much protein mm -hmm. is, uh, and then just balance it out that way, you know, into your meals. Awesome. And it, uh, what about for, you mentioned the entrepreneurs that are, yeah, that are constantly on the go a lot, eating out quite a bit. So yeah. is it, you got some tips that, uh, that have worked for your clients as far as that, that particular lifestyle, how, how do you, how do you, how do you get the proper nutrition in? And then you're yes, eating so, out. So eating out, maybe restaurants, right. how they can kind of yeah, find what so, they need. Yeah. 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 So that, that can be very challenging, uh, especially depending on the restaurant that, you know, that they're going. Right. 
So one advice that I, that I usually give to clients and, you know, especially for, you know, for anyone uh, listening to this is to prepare first. So look into the restaurant that you're going first, if possible, right? Take a look at their website, take a look at their menu, see what the options are, you know, that they have an option that would be, you know, a little bit healthier, you know, that, that you can get, you know, good amount of protein without going too crazy on calories, right? So that would be my, the best case scenario, like with my clients specifically, uh, I'll actually have them message me like if possible, whenever they're thinking about going out for a business meeting mm -hmm. or something like that. And I'll be like, hey, you know, just always send me, you know, the rest of the you're going. And then what I do, because I always try to make life easier for, you know, for my clients. So I will do the research first and I'll be like, hey, maybe let's let's go with a different restaurant because I can't really find it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be, be good. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, if it's, uh, you know, let's say it's a, a once in a week type of type of deal, you know, if you're not like traveling that much, you know, you're just going out maybe once a week into a restaurant, I would just say not to worry about it and just enjoy the time off. Basically, you know, have, uh, you know, just in, you know, don't even worry about the, the nutritional point, you know, just just enjoy the time, you know, with, uh, you know, especially if it's family, enjoy the time with family, you know, enjoy a pizza or something like that and just get back on track the next day because sometimes it can be hard to to find out exactly what's on uh, all the ingredients, you know, foods, you know, at the restaurant, sometimes they don't provide nutritional information, you know, because I've, you know, I'm always looking into to, to restaurants to find those things out, but so it can be challenging. Yeah. Do you recommend the, I know we kind of follow a, um, when we're no, fitness like we're no educators on this space so just rely <laughs> on you. but the uh i mean i know joni and i do a lot of um so we you know we we track number one was we track what mm -hmm. we eat so that i think that's important for people is that right. you know and, and there's all these apps that have all the restaurants and everything so you can really track the your food the your food. macros mm -hmm. um and then we you know depending on our goal or goal weight you know we try to like one gram one gram of protein for whatever desired goal weight or something like that. I, I forgot the calculation, but and you could correct me, <laughs> you know, but, and then, uh, and then, you know, we kind of gauge our calories from there, but, you know, and we have percentages that we're kind of um, trying to hit our macros. So, you know, we, but it starts with the protein and then, and your calories, and then you kind of, it sets your, you know, carbs and fats and um, to, to be within that calorie range and hit that protein range. Is that, roughly kind of what and, and and correct me whatever i said wrong but no 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 absolutely i i think uh the the tracking like like you mentioned yeah. the it's super important um i think having the data in front of you especially for you know for people that have never tracked before mm -hmm. they're eye-opening as well mm -hmm. because if you're not tracking then you really you're just you're just going blind yeah. You know, you might think that you, you're eating a certain amount of uh, of calories, right? Like, I've, I've met people before, they were like, I'm on a calorie deficit. I've been on a calorie deficit for, you know, six months and I haven't lost anything. But at the end of the day, like, they actually were never truly on a calorie deficit because they weren't tracking, you know, the, the cream that was going <laughs> to the sugar. They weren't tracking the oil that they were cooking. You know, they weren't tracking the dressing that was going on their salads, you know. So once we start yeah. putting things down then it will give you like easily 500 calories that you never thought about. Mm -hmm. right. It's amazing, That's right? It, it's, it yeah, blows it's your mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So definitely tracking, you know, for anyone watching this, make sure you are tracking. But uh, with your question, uh, the, yeah, so the, the breakdown, 
the you know like like you mentioned the the calories like you know we start with the calories and then basically i think the penny the penny is it kind of depends on the goal as well mm -hmm. of the you know the individual right so the macro breakdowns uh you know can vary like crazy uh as the rule of thumb like the one i think you mentioned the that you were doing the 1.0 uh for per gram per, per body pound for the protein right correct yes okay yeah that that would be okay and actually for most people um let's say for somebody that's on uh, maintenance calorie actually they wouldn't need that much they can actually get by with probably like 0 0.8 0 0.9 mm -hmm. versus the 1.0 like the 1.0 is like getting pretty high and that would be more ideal as well for somebody that's on a cut that is on a restricted calorie so if they were on a calorie deficit they would need uh ideally like a very high amount of protein mm -hmm. to prevent muscle breakdown and, and muscle loss during a cutting phase where they're not getting enough calories so that would be by ideal but for most people like that are just kind of maintaining you know and, and just going by like they can get by with like zero point uh zero point eight zero point nine uh grams per pound of body weight mm. awesome yeah that's good that was good uh that's getting like into the yeah but the i mean what i really, what i'm thinking about when you're when you're talking about all this is that what's really cool still about what you do is that you know in business like for sean and i like we've always had a mentor somebody to coach us right to get us to that next level where as entrepreneurs like we're busy so you know having somebody like you to help them along their fitness journey. So they don't have to think about those things. Mm -hmm. Like you just tell me what to do, right? And, and I'll go do it. And then the, and to really like the, the tracking yeah. and your macros are your KPIs. You right. Know? So like your, your numbers <laughs> yeah, you want to exactly. hit every, and if you're tracking it and you're, you should be trying to hit those every, so my goal always is always to be, I want my orange bars to be perfect. I don't, I don't ever want to see red or, you know, or shortage of them. And, and normally it's like, God, I get like, I fly through fats, like, so, like, my fats is always, been, it's, it's amazing once you start tracking the food, like, it doesn't take much to, to, uh, to blow through some of those, yeah. it's amazing what, what stuff in certain foods, I want to ask you, uh, for entrepreneurs, too, and, and this goes for us, too, but, uh, you know, everybody enjoys, not everybody, I say that wrong, um, but you enjoy a drink, right, oh. like, on, uh, on tonight, Friday I thought you was going to say ice cream, uh, ice cream, too, <laughs> If I, I can, make, so let's let's go let's go have a drink and eat some ice cream. But uh, no, let's just go. the alcohol. What uh, what's your thoughts on alcohol? Because yeah, so, entrepreneurs are are always in social situations, and you know you go to to networking events, yeah. all that's always focused around alcohol. So yeah, yeah. So alcohol is a is, is a is a big thing, definitely. Uh, I personally I enjoy I enjoy alcohol, but I just keep it to moderation. I mm. think with anything, uh, you know. Just like the diet, I think the you know the, the moderation is key. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been a lot of research, you know, different studies coming out, like a lot with uh, with alcohol, and at least from the last one that I've doing that I've done my research on, really like we shouldn't be really be too worried about it unless you are drinking on a daily basis and you're having like more than five seven drinks, then you can start to worry about possible effects, especially for men. Like you know there can be. Uh, you know, negative level uh, impacts on you know testosterone levels mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But like that's really like it would be for somebody that's really exaggerating. You know, on a daily basis, you know, having way too many drinks. Yeah. I think socially drinking, like you know, two three drink drinks uh, in a night. You know, maybe before, like it's not really going to impact anything. 
Uh, one thing to keep in mind, though, uh, that I think a lot of people tend to forget is that color, like alcohol does have calories, mm-hmm. you know, just by itself, right? So uh, alcohol has seven calories per gram, right? So even if you are having a shot of vodka or, you know, whatever it is, like a clear alcohol, like you're looking at like 100, 150 calories right there. Like even if there's not any, nothing in it, right? The biggest problem is like when we start to, you know, add the fancy stuff and the juices and like, you know, all that stuff and that, you know, you're looking at like a thousand calorie drink right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like, really like I wouldn't stress over it, uh, you know, with my clients to uh, in those situations, I just tell them to, you know, keep it like moderate, you know, two to three drinks, you know, for, for the night and, mm-hmm. you know, back on the wagon next day, you exactly. know, um, I think, yeah. uh, et cetera. Um, one thing though with entrepreneurs too is not, you know, that you kind of touched on is the, um, like what I'll sometimes for entrepreneurs, like I've tried to make it life a little bit easier in, in a certain way. And sometimes tracking might not work for some people. So mm. sometimes meal planning might work a little mm-hmm. bit better. Um, just, you know, uh, in the sense of them not having to think about it. Right. But, you know what I mean? Like, cause I've, I've had one specific client that, you know, she was tracking for, you know, for a month and she was doing very good, but it was just taking too much of her thoughts. I guess Mm -hmm. she was felt like she had too much to think about because I had her being pretty much flexible. So what I did for her, then I was like, okay, I'm going to create a meal plan that's already pre-calculated. So all you have to do is just, uh, you know, prepare one day, measure everything out, just make sure everything matches what I gave you because that's already calculated. If you follow exactly what what that is, it's going to give you the right amount of calories, protein, carbs, and fats. So, but biggest thing is just the the numbers, the, the data. You know, that's like 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 you said, yeah. it's like really like the KPIs. Uh, you know, tracking leads. You know, et cetera. So yeah. it's. Yep. And that does help any um, uh, the meal planning. I know I do a lot of that. My kids are not a big fan of it because I eat chicken. Like I can eat chicken all the time, <laughs> but um, it definitely as you know an entrepreneur and on the go a lot. Yeah. It really really like you know throw it in the um, the Correct. cooler and bring it to the office, and I have my food for the day. So really really meal planning does help. And I think um, just uh, preparing. I think it's a it's a disciplinary mm-hmm. action. I, I think it makes a big deal for entrepreneurs if they. It sounds so uh, small, but it makes a big impact. Like so, you like the night before, mm. you put out your clothes for the next day. You you plan y- your next your day, meals. and it's easy mm-hmm. during the week because mm-hmm. a lot of times you're just going to the office. It's going to be the same kind of routine, not always, but weekends it, it gets a little off track. But mm-hmm. you know, you, you you put everything out the night before. But what I do is I I, I plan in my app the. Um, my meals for the next day. So I pretty much know what I'm going to eat that next day. So I know, so if I, if I stay on track and I, I, I know where I'm going to go out to eat, I know what I'm bringing, I know, you know, uh, hopefully what somebody's making for me in the morning. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, like I'll have it all mapped out and then I'll, and, and it's, I'll, I'll know what, it, I, I'll know if I exceeded my calorie. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Cause I thought of that. I'm like, Oh, well, Hey, I got some extras. Maybe I can have that drink tomorrow or, you know, right. whatever. But you can really, I think if you map it out ahead of time, I think it yeah. makes a big, a it, huge difference. It does. And then, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Then trying to do it as you go. And then mm-hmm. you end up realizing you go yeah. over. But go Well, you know, um, one thing I want to get into as well. So uh, just like in business, it takes a lot of work, right? To be successful in business. The same thing in, in uh, fitness, right? If you want to see success, you've got to put in the work. You have to make it a priority. So give us some tips, our listeners, some tips on if they want to make change, they want to be healthier, they want to be more fit. What are some practical tips or advice that you can give them to start? 
Uh, so yeah, definitely you, you touched on a very good one. I love this question. And so I think the first step to create change is to take the first step and embrace the change first, mm -hmm. because like, I think change is, is a good thing. Uh, you know, it's a lot of people like associate, uh, you know, change with, you know, being uncomfortable, but being uncomfortable is actually where you're growing. Right. So you embrace that change. Yeah. Okay. Right. Take the first step, you know, uh, embrace the change. The change is a good thing. Uh, and then, because if you're not like, if you're not like, if you are, if you are comfortable, that usually means that you're, you know, you're stagnant, you're not yeah. progressing. Right. So I think that the first step is just, uh, you know, just start. Uh, and then for you to like, cause it's easy for most people to just sort of start, right. They will start, you know, a lot of people start, but it, a lot of mo most people don't finish. Right. And that, I think that comes a lot with the, the consistency mm -hmm. uh, and, the, and the discipline. Right. I think that a lot of people start, you know, because they, they were relying, they were primarily relying on the motivation to start, but then they don't have what it takes to just kind of continue when things get hard. Right. No because like a finish journey will really challenge your character, you know, when things get hard, like what's your default reaction, right? Like, is it to, you know, are you going to retreat when things get harder or are you going to push harder? Mm -hmm. right? so mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, become more disciplined. Uh, and like one, well, the one way that I always give advice, I guess, with, uh, you know, building discipline is to start small, you mm -hmm. know, especially so if, if you're someone that's, you know, new to, you know, to fitness, uh, I would just start small, you know, just kind of like, you know, just uh, going to the gym and just maybe doing, you know, just 10 minutes on the treadmill and just go home, you know, mm -hmm. but create a habit first, mm -hmm. you know, just so you're not overwhelming yourself. Right. So like baby steps first, but build those habits, you know, and just uh, gradually start to push a little bit harder, you know, and, and embrace, you know, embrace the, the uncomfortable uh, parts. Right. Because like if you're uncomfortable like that, that's a good thing. Like mm -hmm. you're making comfortable, so you're growing and you're progressing. So I think that that's the, the biggest one is like that, that the mindset shift. Yeah. Yeah. I awesome. love that. Yeah. Uh, just the small, it reminds me of the book. Have you read Atomic Habits? Yeah. Great oh book. yeah. Yeah. James Clear. Yeah. Yes. But just the little, you know, you don't have to make a huge change. Just start somewhere. Right. And those, yeah. just build upon it. Gives, yeah. It builds confidence too. Just mm -hmm. doing those little, even if it's 10 minutes, like you said, consistently, mm -hmm. it builds confidence where they start developing anyway but yeah and the people don't realize the body seeks uh comfortability it doesn't want to work like right. over so it's always gonna drift towards but we got to be stretch ourselves yeah and, and uh, con uh conscious of like mm -hmm. hey we need to get uncomfortable and then enjoy the the com uncomfortableness because that's that's usually where the change happens so it's yeah. awesome what, what about um talking about challenges and all that I, since you know we this is an entrepreneur podcast like tell us as building your fitness business and, and online business, education business, what challenges have you experienced as an entrepreneur yourself in your own journey? So uh, for myself, I think my biggest challenge was really um, getting better at selling. That was, uh, you know, my biggest one because I'm, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a personal trainer, yeah. you know, guys, like I, <laughs> I, I know like I can, Talk all day about nutrition, training, you know, motivation, discipline, et cetera, habits. But like when it comes to sales, I mean, I'm not a car salesman. You know, I don't I when I first started, you know, I just uh, I, I didn't want to sell basically because mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I'm not a salesperson. Like, why what am I doing? <laughs> so so that was kind of like uh, the challenging part for me because I didn't know how to deal with that. 
you know, like I wanted to help people. That's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, great results. I want to change their freaking life, uh, you know, with fitness, make them feel great, you know, crushing business, uh, you know, in their fitness. Uh, but the biggest part was like, if I can't sell them, then I can get them to get those results because most people that are out of shape, you know, let's be honest, they can't really make good decisions for, for their health. And that's why they are in the position that they are. Right. So that's why did they need someone to actually, you know, not just sell them, but really like coach them mm -hmm. through good decisions. So that's how I started to look at it instead of selling someone. And that's something that my mentor, uh, you know, really worked with my mindset with it was to, you know, he told me that he was like, dude, you're doing a disservice to someone that's coming to you for help and you don't run through their objection because they're going to give you an objection. Mm -hmm. That's why they are in the, in, the, in the place that they are in the first place. Right. If it wasn't the case, they would already be fit. Mm -hmm. right? But if you don't learn how to sell and you overcome those objections and coach them into making a good decision, you're doing them a disservice. Right. And I was like, damn, like that, that really hit me yeah. because my, you know, at the end of the day, like, I just want to really help people. And, you know, I'm, I'm impact driven, you know, so I want to make an impact on, you know, individuals lives. So I was like, I really have to, to learn how to, to maneuver, you know, objection handling, you know, things like that, uh, and really understand how to coach someone into making the good decision. And then I don't even feel like I'm selling. So yeah. that's, but that was my biggest challenge, you know, uh, it was just the sales part. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. It applies to all. It aspects. does. Yeah. So Vinny, if you were just starting out, you can go, you can go back in your early twenties. What advice would you give yourself? Uh, for myself, it would be number one. I think I would have, uh, advised myself to start earlier on my fitness journey. Uh, I think I started at about 17, 18 mm. years old. So I would advise myself to have started a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Because as we know, you know, uh, a fitness journey will really test your, you know, will really help build your character. Yeah. You know, you did, uh, we will, you know, it will test you really who you are mm -hmm. and have you really, you know, build, you know, discipline, uh, consistency, resilience, uh, you know, so many good life, yeah. Yeah, life lessons really mm -hmm. that you learn in a fitness journey, you know, because it's not easy. Just like, you know, life and business is not easy, mm -hmm. right? So, I think that once you go through a finish journey and it was successful, you, you don't give up and you don't stop. Like you really like you feel unstoppable, right. you know, and that, you know, you take that energy, you know, that, that, that mindset into your business, like you're going to crush in your business yeah. too. Yeah. So I think that I would have told myself to start earlier and also start reading earlier as well mm. on investing, you know, financials, you know, things like that, because I was never really taught that growing up. So I had to pretty much teach myself, uh, you know, over the years. Yeah. Uh, that would be another one. That's awesome. What, um, any books that you would recommend? For uh, anything, yeah, yeah any, any of your favorite ones that you like? I really like Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, that's uh, one of the, yeah, it's a classic. Mm -hmm. um, the, um, what's it called? The, I can't remember now. The, well, Atomic Habits is, is one. Yeah. Um, Think You Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. Those now, are all really good. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. Those, 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 those are books that have been on my on my shelf now. So, but awesome. You guys, have any recommendations? Tons of Sean. Sean has a whole library I of them. But a, I think we did a podcast. We did on our, our top, top ten books. Uh, favorite. I forgot what episode. How to win was. friends and influence people. That's one of my favorites. Um, Power of One More is a good one. <laughs> we can go on and on on books, yeah. but yeah. Um, we love to read too. But uh, Vinny, what's your next? What are you looking to accomplish in the next five to ten years? 
So in the next five to 10 years, uh, the goal is to scale the business um, and impact thousands of lives positively. Uh, my goal is to, because right now I, you know, I basically wear all the hats in the business. You mm-hmm. know, I'm the partner, I'm, I do, I'm take care of clients, I do programming, I do check-ins, I do sales calls, uh, I do it all, right? So it's a lot. So my plan is to really build to a point where I can start hiring, you know, uh, other coaches, you know, to to get into the business as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that way I have more free time for myself and, you know, I can be more present with my clients because there's some things that I, I really, really would rather not do, like, you know, uh, tracking KPIs, you know, things like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, at least that, leave that to somebody right. else. Like I'd rather just be, you know, present with my clients like yeah. I'm a person. So I want to be with my clients and providing them a really good service. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the goal is to have, you know, a, a team basically of, of people, uh, you know, under uh, under me and just step out as more of like a CEO position into the business, uh, you know, and just really like be making a massive impact. Like that's the goal is a massive impact, you know, worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that, you know, I see that in my mind, like I see the vision in my mind and I know it's just a matter of time. Awesome. That's great. You know, this I love this episode. Like I said, it's one of my passions. So bringing you on has been a treat for myself, but I think for others out there who are, you know, maybe dabbling into fitness or, you know, want to start their fitness journey and don't know how, I think this is perfect. Like that's your niche there working in with entrepreneurs. And that's, that's great. I love it. Um, so I love what you're doing, Vinny. How can listeners get a hold of you? Uh, Instagram or Facebook would be uh, the, the main ones. Okay, they can look me up on uh, Instagram is at Coach Vinny Castanho and Facebook Vinny Castanho. Awesome. Perfect. And we'll have all that in the show notes as well so people know how to get a hold of you. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you on the show today, Vinny. And thank you so much. And we'll see you next time, everyone. See ya. All right. You've been listening to Inside the Wolf's Den, an entrepreneurial journey with Sean and Joni Wolfswinkle. Tons of entrepreneurial podcasts are out there talking. Talk, talk, talking. But Joni and Sean are living it every single day. Their portfolio now includes many franchises and medium-sized businesses. We talk about the trials and motivators of successfully running a business. Join us again soon for another podcast. But until then, reach out on the website at InsideTheWolfsDen.com, on Facebook at InsideTheWolfsDen, on Instagram at InsideTheWolfsDen. We'll see you again soon. This is Inside the Wolf's Den. We'll see you next time. Ooh.